sports etiquette, best name ever, and 30 seconds with Amy. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Hard to believe the way our schedules are ships passing in the fucking, fucking, fucking night. I know. I know. It's so hard when life gets it in the way. And and right now we are recording in the evening, which is not our usual time. Our usual it time is, is eventide. Bushy-tailed, bright-eyed, and annoyed in the morning. And now you have almost medicated Missy in the evening. I'm real close. I'm oh real God. close to taking that nighttime oh med. That would oh change God. our recording. A I lot. thought, well, good evening, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say good morning. Good evening, Melissa. We have moved our clocks, and I am already annoyed by people days out saying things like, Do you know what time it really is? It's really an Why hour later. Who? Why are you around such fucking tools? Who would ever say that shit? You could really That's terrible. It is terrible. But the question is, for how long will they be saying it's really an hour later? No, no one. No one ever says that. I don't. Do you work in a nursing home? I don't understand why anyone would say this to you. <laughs> Old people. You is that what you're them. saying? Old people. I just I don't I don't get it. I, ugh, that's not that's not who's talking. People don't say that. I've never heard anybody say that. I had, we were out shopping for cars today. It's everywhere. We were out at a restaurant today and everybody is really affected by the one hour time difference. It's a thing. Well, like that's It's fair. in the news. But to constantly comment days later that, it, you know, what time it really is? I do because my watch tells me what time it really is. And I that's have, what I take umbrage with. Yeah. I, that's all I take umbrage with is this notating of it's really the other time. Who, nobody fucking says that. What people do with some level of evidence and you know, kind of give them the break is complain that it sucks because daylight savings sucks. It sucked light savings time. <laughs> it's suck a duck. It's shit. Dick and stick and fuck Whoa, not That's a fan. What it is. Not a I, fan. I'm not a fan. I don't love it. I really do physically fucking feel it, even more so than just, oops, there went that meeting, right? It's not about being organized and knowing what time it is. Somehow my body already is set to something else. So it's trying to kind of recalibrate and get it reset. It's not the greatest. But I am also awake around the clock for the past week so not getting any kind of sleep so I kind of can't lean on that too hard I honestly have never had anyone in my entire life tell me what the time really Are is or ask me I've never experienced this no never it's not the January happy new year on <laughs> January 18th they need to be kicked in the nuts so when people say that shit so a couple of weeks ago, I went to Arizona and my husband's sister spent the entire five days telling us what time her body really thought it was from being on the East Coast. And I just walked away, literally oh, wow. walked away from her every time she said it because I have zero patience for, you know, it's really this time at home. So that's what my body is thinking. I don't get oh, that. I, jet lag too. 
I understand that it gets darker sooner now and that can fuck with your body. I understand tides. I understand the science of it. But the, well, I would only be doing this now. Shut the fuck up and move on with your day. You really don't. Yeah, I find that I find that to be. If you need to say it once, I'm here for you. I'm here with you. If you need to say it again, go find someone else. Anyone else. I don't want to hear it again. Yeah. I don't want to hear it again. We all have jet lag. We all got here on a fucking jet. So get over it. My my question. Ooh, I saw you is, correct yourself. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> your point. My question your to point you to is me this. is what? <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> fucking dickhole. I love God, it. Jiminy. What's your point to me, Amy? Man? Okay. I forget. When you ditch you me, me. When you ditch me and go out on your own with your own podcast, you're absolutely calling it. My point to you is this. That is so your tagline. Yes. It's your memoir. That's everybody's that's everybody's favorite thing. Right. Of all the things that I could <laughs> contribute, that throwaway line is the lead. I'm so grateful to hear it. Oh my God. I watched a TikTok today of a couple who's yes. uh, they're musicians and they also have decided to do a cooking show. And I said, there's only one human that should be a singing <laughs> cook, and it is my friend Fagazi. And you need oh, to add on. song to your, I guess, TikTok cooking show because the pretend. I thought about it. I thought about that as one of the as one of the go to things. But I'd like to do a lot of thinking about stuff instead of actually doing this stuff. That's perhaps why the past four thousand days have been so <laughs> intense. Because I've been doing all the stuff. I'm actually racing here late as I was. I had a meeting that was supposed to end hours before it ended, which kind of is a a little stressor on your schedule when you're supposed to pick people up who don't have rides. Oop, let's figure that out over text. I mean, it was a lot of kind of stuff. Driving here after I had apologized to you and asked for flexibility and can you, can you, and you course graciously, you know, bent and twist and let's do it. Only then that I remember that I am at this moment missing the farewell party for a friend who was moving to Sweden for three years. Oh, <laughs> so, no. Uh, I, I <laughs> Now I guess I get to go to Sweden to say goodbye to her because I say that it was really, I thought, oh, man, what am I going to do? And I'll race out when this is over. And uh, it's a, it's one of these there wasn't time to throw her a party, a farewell party. Nobody could coordinate for anything. So someone threw a dart at a calendar and said, I'll be at this restaurant on this day. I'll get a table for Aww. 10, whoever shows up. 30 people could show up. Two people could show up. That's what we're doing. And I put it in my brain. Fantastic. I'll make that happen. And obviously it went right out of my brain. So it's the reason I say eh is not over that friend. The reason I say eh is because... I also have not driven over to this friend's house to drop muffins on the porch, knock there with no bra on and, and slippers and say, I, there's no other way. So this is me just hugging you before you leave. Like I haven't done that. So I'll either go do that tomorrow okay. or I have to accept. I have to accept that I made that decision on some level that I didn't do that. So there you go. It's the kind of thing where I haven't also seen this friend in a year. Right. So it, she is, our kids were seniors together Aww. and our, our kids are now graduating college. So this has been a while since we would see each other on a regular basis. And then there were just the friend groups don't really line up. So we would invent reasons to get together. So it's we're definitely friends. But, you know, I haven't 
I haven't been to her lake house in five years, so it's a long while. Anyway, you're about to get fucked in the mouth. You, it seems, have lots and lots of gratitude. Are you overloaded? I love it, and I want to continue to just say that's for me. That's for me. I love that. All this gratefulness. Give me some more. More, please. Yes, please. I had the opportunity this weekend to catch up with some friends who I never get to see, and it was another one of these performance cavalcades, and there were actually a couple of two, well, one or two new people who I hadn't even met before, so to get to hang out with them was very, very fun. My throat's a little scratchy. There were lots of reasons. I'm super dog-tired. Lots of reasons to feel like ram ram ram, but instead it was just saturated, up over the tits, all goodness all the time, and it keeps on rolling. I came back, and you know, flush with this connection, and you know how it is when you get together with people you haven't seen. You just you just really feel it. Energized, riding on a different it's like plane. A recharging. You're riding on a different plane, a hundred percent. And I already knew. I was going to slam right into a brick wall oh, of no. work when I got back. Okay. Well, that was the plan all along. Right. It was. It doesn't happen unless that's the choice. And I'm like, I willingly make that choice. I'll make it happen. But I ran out of juice, right? It's part of the reason we're recording tonight. So it's like there's just the heart is willing, but the flesh is weak or whatever the statement is. So I just didn't physically have it in me. And I thought, you know what? Okay, you're just going to plod through. You're just going to plod through. And this morning was so I had double overwhelming work duty waiting for me and a huge presentation this afternoon and all kind of stuff stacking up. I'm starting to get a little bit, okay, okay, okay. And then all these extra errands started piling up and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to tick them off one at a time because I know everything's going to work out. And sure enough, it was uh, 11, you know, every time I'd look down at the clock, it was an 11. I happened to look down at one eleven when I was leaving the house for my two o'clock right on time. So I wouldn't be late crazy, but way earlier in the day, I went over to the bank cause I had to make a special stop over there. Didn't have what I needed. I had forgotten everything that I needed to go to the bank. Sounds about right. And I carved out, I carved out an extra 18 minutes to race over there. 18 minutes I didn't have. And so I'm sort of kicking off the day with what's going to be a shit spiral. And I was just like, just let it go. You'll get to the bank when you need to. I went home, gathered up the things I needed, went back over to the bank because I thought, fuck it. I'm already in it now. Just get it out of the way. It's one less thing. And when I got over there, four things clicked into place sitting in the bank, ATM, whatever, drive through thing. Of course it did. That it's weren't you. supposed to. Even Steven. That weren't so they went, they went, boop, bop, boop, boop, boop. And it was like, and then I cleared up two hours sitting there. Wow. In, the, in that extra amount of, so I was like, fuck you, motherfucker. Came home, and those stolen two hours were gifted back to me. I was able to get my presentation done. So it was like everything just kept cascading into this perfect, 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 perfect. Then I went to the big long meeting. It went long, you know, picked up another job while I was there. It was just every fuck. I mean, I'm wow. late for you, which I don't love. But at the same time, and I missed my friends. Yeah, hey, I'm moving to Sweden, Paul. <laughs> but it's it's just at a certain point, Something's I'm trying give. to lean into when the good stuff is happening, lean into the good stuff and more of it will show up and you appreciate what's showing up for you. I had a disastrous flight home, flights home. It was uh, supposed to be, I want to say, two hours and six minutes total. And I can't even do the math of how long it was. Everything was, I was sat on the tarmac for longer than two hours and six minutes. Are you fucking kidding me? So I got, no, both flights. I had a connecting flight, which already you're set up for disaster if you've got a connecting flight. 
both flights had issues and delays, and the second flight had problem with the brakes, problem with the thing, go back, pull it out. Now we got a problem with the headrest on the jump seat. Now we got to pull back to the I'm gate. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to get a new the plane. jump seat where the flight attendant yeah. sits, yeah. there was a headrest yeah. issue, and that stopped the plane. Yeah. Had to have maintenance adjust it. Had to have maintenance come back, and they can't fly without that because it's not safe. It's not safe. That's crazy. Here's the, here's the riveting. Here's the riveting BS story about all this. Finally, when my husband returned home from his separate travel that he had been on, uh-huh. we're in bed and we're snuggling and we're talking. Yap 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 yap. Tell me about the flight. Tell me about everything. Da, 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 da. And I found myself listing off all the things that happened on the flight, which are facts. And then I said, and actually what I should be telling you is, you know, I sat in a chair in the sky and made it home to you. A tin can. I sat in in a tin can. I'm in this warm bed with my loving husband and my dog. The house is dark. Everybody happy. We get to go to sleep. We don't have to stay up all night when we're so tired. You can just go to bed. Like there's always something good to be looking for. So I'm, I'm in it, bitches. I'm feeling it. Find let's the go. good. That's let's go. I I hear from Amy. Find the good. All right. Find the good. Uh, while you, dear listener, are listening for the good, I'm going to put Amy on a hot seat and ask her in oh. our oh, special oh, oh. segment of "Let's fuck with Amy." I mean, thirty seconds with Amy. I need from you as many of the following topic as you can name in thirty in thirty seconds. Give me as many. Dog breeds as you can. Go. Bichon Frise. Why the fuck would you start with that? <laughs> it seems like a waste now. <laughs> Labrador Retriever, Golden Doodle, Gerard Schleppard, um, 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 Poodle, uh, Shih Tzu, Boxer, uh, Weimaraner, Fischla, uh, Corgi, bleh. Um, Afghanistan. Okay. Um, okay. Barker. Okay. Barker. Weimer. Weimer. A wiener dog. Do, oh. They're called a dachshund. There's. We're a done, babe. We're done. Pup. We're we're done. We're done. <laughs> You're done. You're done. I know more. <laughs> I know many more that are good. I know you I've do. Missed all the good ones. But this feed. German short-haired pointer. <laughs> German short-haired pointer. Go ahead. Keep going. Go ahead. <laughs> You know, dear listeners, screaming Yellow in their lab, car. Black lab, chocolate lab. Um, a dog is a Dalmatian is a dog, and a beagle, Shetland sheepdog, ter- all the terriers. Sure, every sure, terrier. Yeah, sure. Um, sure. You got about uh, a husky. Ten, a eleven. Husky. You got ten, yeah. eleven. I-, I don't know if Barker or whatever you started to call a German Shepherd, <laughs> Gerard. <laughs> I don't even know what that was, but I gave you credit for Gerard it. Gerard Shepardu. That's it. <laughs> Dear listener, if you do not get a German Shepherd and name it Gerard Shepardu. That's your, that's your fucking porn name. Speaking of which, oh my God, somebody else had the best name for a dog. And I don't remember what the fuck it is, but I can tell you in this meeting today, the one that went so long. Okay. The one that went so long, the woman's name was fucking Pat Albert. Oh, come on. No. Did you call hey, her hey, hey. at any point? Did it's you call Pat her Albert? <laughs> <laughs> at any point, who does that to their people? That's not. Nice. Oh my God! Did you say hey, hey, hey the whole time? I, I did. Instead of raising well, your how hands, could you not. Yeah, and it was the and the reaction was <laughs> like I've heard that a thousand times. I'm like, well, I didn't name you Pat, idiot. What you want? Can you go by your I mean, full name, please? I mean, you're stepping in it. <laughs> 
Patricia Albert. That's Come better on. in a can. You're still in it. You're st- you're still oh in God. it. It's Pat Albert. <laughs> I hear the music. <laughs> I hear the <laughs> bass line going right now in my head. Oh, is that the best name ever? It's that's pretty darn good. It's pretty darn good. I used to keep track of really good Wi-Fi network names, and but and I heard a dog name that was spectac. I wish I could remember it. Sorry, dear listener. And that reminds me, I'm going to jump to another point. It may not even be on Do the it. board. I finally understand, dear listener. I finally understand the torture that I put you through because it was done to me. Ruh-roh. It was done to me by none other than a fellow fucking podcaster. Okay? Listening to podcasts as I do because I am a one of us. I was listening to the Mindful Mavens podcast. Anya! Which I don't know if you guys hear this. I don't know if you guys hear this one, but it is super fucking chill it's vibey it makes you feel good about yourself it's like someone's there handing you tea and and rubbing your back like it's just nice so you listen to it you're like oh no i want some of this very good i feel yeah good. i feel better now so they start out about and they're super soothing they're just they're very very it's it's beach talk and also under a blanket like you're just very it's a cozy it, podcast yes it's fucking love it i love it so i I don't know if it was the latest one. I think it was. I have it queued up. So it, it just got in the car and it popped up. And I was like, oh, there must be a new one. And I swear to Jesus, up there on the cross, back the fuck down again. The woman said, I'm wearing an ass hat. She said it like nine times. I got a new ass hat. She said, I thought it was an ass hat. And they kept going back and forth. I'm sorry. Ass hat. What? I'm from Colorado. I wear an ass hat. Ass hat. It's an ass hat. And I, I swear I was screaming in the car, going, what the fuck are you saying? That can't be it. How do I write you? How do I tell you? How do I ask you? I'm going to call Anya right things. now on this podcast. So mad. <laughs> uh, she's like, I wear that. It's so, it's so wonderful. It's such a great ass hat. And it's like you're watching that NPR skit with the with the sweaty balls from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> They're like, ass hat, ass hat. you mean hat. ascot? I'm, like, I'm missing something. Ascot? Ass hat. It's an ass hat. And I don't. Asset? And I was like, what? <laughs> What word could this be? That's not. And then she was saying it was like an abs hat. Like I was like, is it about your abs? Like your stomach? I have not listened to this week's episode, and now you're gonna do it now. Oh fuck! You gotta do it now. Somebody's gotta solve the ass hats mystery. We gotta solve it first of all. I couldn't get past it, and I thought to myself, self, this is how your people are when you don't know shit, and you're talking your face off, blah blah blah, and I'm spilling all kind of bullshit with the Germador slippers, (laughs) Cleveland. G- Gerard Dipash Shepherd. Wait, what a Germador, a Germador Shepherd Trever. What the fuck did I just say? No, you have to name it Gerard okay. Dipash. What? <laughs> Gerard Shepard. Shepardu. There it is. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Magic. Okay, so I've my other favorite one by mistake. I was in Shartford. Fuck it. I was Shartford. in Shartford. Yikes. God. That tells us what happened there. <laughs> no, I I said it wrong. I said fartford because i was trying to say farmington and then i said harmington and now i just said shartford so i obviously should not be allowed to talk or have a podcast Shepard i you. feel for you listener i hear your yelling we know you i suffer. hear it vibrationally it's reaching me through the airwaves there's no need for you to write it down because i'd ignore it and not read it anyway i but would at the same time wouldn't it be nice wouldn't it be nice if you could have a question answered? This one-way talky-talk shit. Sometimes it makes you crazy. It does. You're listening, and you're like, I want to talk to you right now. I want to talk to you about your ass hat. Dear listener, 
if you would like to do that and you are frustrated, you have opportunities. Please write us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Go on Instagram at Listen Brilliant or fuck Twitter and go on to Facebook. Go to Brilliant Observations and find us at Brillob Squad. We are your squad and you get to yell at us directly. Amy will see that. I will see if you write to us. I love getting yelled at. But she's just good at it. I don't know if she loves it, but she's really good (laughs) at it. I I don't like to be yelled at. And I make sure that the universe knows this. That's not for That's not for you. But I love having conversations. Yeah, that's true. She she would love to engage with you. Um, I need your help. I don't understand. You got it. I've spent the better part of the last three plus years at home, right? I love sports, but you've been out at the sports and you've been traveling for the sports. Mine has been couch worthy. I am not seaworthy. I'm couch worthy and I love it. It's sofa sports with Melissa. So sofa sports. That's my faves. So this past weekend was family weekend at the University of Pittsburgh and Uh we picked up the youngest one who is a sophomore at other school and we drove her ass with us all the way four and a half hours to Pittsburgh. Great. My back is Talk on. Talk about gratitude overload. Yes. Yes. Uh, it was. Were you going to say my back is on fire? My back <laughs> is on fire still from that trip, both directions. Mm-hmm. I, right. So it doesn't matter because family was at the other end and I got to sniff my kid and I got to be in Pittsburgh on a 63 degree day in November. And that doesn't fucking happen. So does not compute Pittsburgh football team. Part of a a family weekend is whatever game is going on or games or whatever the school has to offer. And the brilliance went to the football game. Fantastic. They played number four in the country, um, country league, whatever. They played Florida State University, who's number four. I think they're only number four. They would be higher. Many because they cheat in the rankings. Even I know that. Go Gators. Well, it's yeah, a- all the coaches, they're unduly ranked higher than they should be. And here's how much I care. Super not dope. at all. <laughs> we don't not supposed not supposed to like the Gators. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> these are actually the Seminoles. It's Florida State. It's not even oh, excuse university. Me. Right. Excuse me. And I only make that distinction. I don't care if you misgender my dog. I don't care if you like I don't care what pronouns you use. It gets to the only reason I'm adjusting what you said is because they are the Seminoles that come with a wildly insensitive Native American chant um, that is overwhelmingly loud and incredibly disrespectful to an entire group of indigenous peoples. Great, great, great. Really bothered me. Mar, my husband. Are they still doing the tomahawk chop? Yes, they are. The oh 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 they do the, that well the Cleveland the Indians are what now the Guardians and the Redskins are now the Commanders but the Florida Seminoles are holding the Knolls are holding on to that and they're doing oh it's it's brutal and I hated it because it's so catchy <laughs> that everybody quick liked to- quick sidebar quick sidebar yeah. if I remember correctly well that's a big if I've also believed that on home games. They take the field with a a. I'm I want to be respectful in how I even say it, so I'm going to say it probably more respectfully than it happens. I presume a Native American human. I presume presume this person is properly Native American in full traditional garb, gear, mm-hmm. garb, rides in on horseback 
feathers on the horse, feathers on the person, carrying like a giant weapon or a spear of some kind or bow and arrow and rides in, and a flag, I think, and rides into the stadium in front of everybody else on horseback. That doesn't feel all, disgusting to you? That doesn't feel like... Yeah, it's super oh, disgusting. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it good. feels super disgusting. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's just as weird. It's when I, I mentioned this before, we were on a lacrosse field and the kids were at the beach. It's Cape Fear Academy. They walked in with a whale harpoon. They carried the whale harpoon onto the lacrosse field. And I'm like, guys, I don't think you should be touching that. And also, what you going to do with that? Get away. It feels like a threat. You don't threat. need two weapons. That feels like a threat. I, lacrosse sticks already away. Right. Yeah, it's like, here's my gun. <laughs> Woo. I'm packing like, heat. Let's go. Here's the cannon. <laughs> and I'm going to shoot it into the crowd. The Hopefully we'll win this sporting event. I mean, it's like, fuck off. Whatever. Jeez. Well, this is anyway. to my point. See how I did that? I turned around. You were ah! my point to use this. What? About things that are appropriate for these games, right? So my husband happened to get <laughs> seats that were almost in the sky. So there are Jesus. maybe 12 rows total behind us, and they were full. Oh they were full. That's the 500 section for those of you who's, who have ever been to a stadium of any sort. That's and dumb. they play in Steelers Stadium, the Arashore, whatever it is now. It used to be Heinz Field and Three Rivers. Whatever you remember, that's the stadium. It's fucking gorgeous as you look at the skyline and you see the boats come through it's gorgeous but behind me is a sea of that crimson knolls they really showed up and they were all everybody was behind us because they got worse tickets than even my husband got so oh my lord it was terrible Makes no sense. so i'm the four of us are sitting there and there's one human that just clapped really loudly, consistently for 45 minutes. Like this. I'm like, is this ever going to end? Oh, what What's happening? Is this? That's usually me. I'm so annoying. But uh, that's a different story. That you're annoying. I think. I think it fits. Yeah, it's too long for this <laughs> I podcast. Think it fits in here. Stick with the stick with the no clapper. There was the clapper. There was somebody every time. I did mention we were pretty much, we were in the air. Nobody could hear us except for the people. These seats are the worst. They're worst. I'm so embarrassed for you. I almost, I'm so embarrassed for you. I and I'm getting ready twice. to go on another tangent, so I got to sit on it. Ooh, I got to sit on it because I want to cut in so bad. There was the chant. There, We obviously know you're better than we are, right? We know that they're better. We know we're going to lose. But do you have to be a fucking dick from start of game to finish of game? Oh, do you, are you all assholes by definition? I don't care about winning or losing. I don't even care if everybody has fun. I don't care if nobody gets, I don't care anything about, except about where I'm sitting and how wildly disrespectful of other humans these people are being. Is there, and I guess this is my real question, etiquette that all of these people said, fuck you, we're just, I mean, the language, the drinking, the, and we knew if we stayed later and later, it would only get worse. Only one pit fan decided to say something and then just sparks started to fly and my husband and daughter said I don't feel safe we are oh we are thousands of feet in the air we're almost on your airplane and anything can happen up here it felt like it felt like there was a hint of danger so we left we left at the half and it's better that we did because it went from like seven nothing to like twenty seven seven, and then we're like, let's get the fuck out of here and go eat some 
pierogies at the German beer hall, which were fire. God, that sounds so good. <laughs> they were so good. Oh, that sounds so good. I'm so jealous. These are the ones that you bit your hand, child's hand like a dog the last time he tried to take a pierogi from you. So good. I understand properly. So good. So you learn, so and good. guess what? Neil child Diamond says, "So good, so good." So good. Um, and the child learned a lesson: don't put your fucking hands near our mouths when we're eating That's pierogies. Right. Get away! Don't talk to mommy when there's food on the table. What is one. sports etiquette? Is it okay to be a fucking dick well, in a I'm crowded? Sorry to tell you, yes, that <sighs> is the etiquette. Yes. So don't you're, bring children. Don't bring uh, no, people with anymore. sense, unless you want to teach them. Nope, not unless you want to teach them how to fight. <laughs> and uh, put their middle middle fingers up, teach them how to swear, throw beer, maybe get hit with some stray. That's uh, where I draw the line. Balls. My kids know how to swear. They know how to they all that stuff. Hearing the language, doing drinking, fine, 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 fine. Once it gets physical, because it it started to shuffle a little, and that is what made those two nervous. I was sitting next to my son, who oozes calm. Right. He's just a very chill kid. And I tried to absorb as much of that as I could. So I didn't feel as threatened, even though I was closer to the danger than the other two. They were just like, "Uh, Mom, this is looking sketch. Let's go get more alcohol. And there's a couple of kinds. Yeah. I I guarantee you read the situation correctly. I guarantee that you were clear eyed about what was happening. But there are multiple levels, none of which are comfortable or comforting to me, which makes me an outlier in sports spectation. And here's what I'm talking about. Trash talk, hard, aggressive, in-your-face trash talk, mocking, joking, ha-ha-ha, teasing, belittling. I don't like any of that. The other team and those who support it. That is not only fair game, yeah. but it is as unilaterally accepted yeah. and longed for as haggling in a Middle Eastern market. It's just the culture. You are there, and part of supporting your team is shitting all over the other team. And the more artfully you do it, the bigger the dig that you get, all of that's fair game and good news. And depending on the team you follow and the following it has and the personality that it has, all of that takes on a mind of its own. So it's all part of the culture of team representation. Then that can slippery slope itself into if you're in Philadelphia, you're going to get mugged. And it doesn't matter what team you're following because they're the worst fans in the world. And they love that. Okay. They love They do it. take pride that we're Philly. We're Philly. Everyone hates us. We don't care is their fucking motto. Right. My girlfriend. Exactly. My, yeah. One of my local besties here, her fiance, whose wedding I will be officiating. Um, hey, hey, hey. Right? Hey, So hey. they have this tailgate, season tickets, right? They have this tailgate and they're known for their flags. They're known for their shirts. They're known for their trash talking. Right. But you right. have to right. have right. an exceptional team. And if they're they're at your home game, okay, I'm not obviously not here because it's win or die. I'm here because live sports can be amazing. It's so much exactly. excitement. It's electric. It's so much fun. It's great until the people behind you don't stop uh, the entire fucking time. So I can't hear what my kid's whispering. The play is over and they're still fucking doing it. And in my head, I keep thinking, die. If you die right now, that noise stops. Like, I don't want to think things like that. It was awful. Doesn't stop. 
Doesn't stop. If they die, it doesn't stop. Doesn't. It's a spirit. They're a spirit warrior. <sighs> They're Seminoles. Jeez, it's coming after you. I'm being super racist, and I'm making a joke at the same time. No, that noise never goes it's away. So brutal. Sticks into your bones like a vibration. Here's the thing. It is part of it to be go go Gonzo for your team, and then it can. There's there's almost two paths to this. I love my team so much. I'm going to I don't give a fuck what you think because I love my team so much. That's that's the kind of generalized sport etiquette where they were there making that noise for themselves and for their team. Don't give a fuck what you think. Then it sounds like it crossed over into what the fuck did you say about my team? Oy. That's I'm a getting uncomfortable thing again. Yeah. That's a different thing entirely. And that's just a Philadelphia fan base. You, they no. threw batteries at fucking Santa Claus. Yeah, what do you want? That's true. Um, they just played the everybody Cowboys. Everybody just quickly. Yeah. And yeah. In the football stadium 100 years ago, they were throwing snowballs at Santa oh, Claus. Oh, yeah, that's right. When he, Santa Claus took the field at a football, football game, and the fans started pelting him with snowballs and batteries and fucked him up. Because they're just awful people. They are not and awful people. It was people. funny to them. Smarten the hundred percent of Philadelphia people there are, are proudly awful. They're Bill Burr. Everybody in Philadelphia just is happy. He was from Boston, but that's just how it is, and that's okay. That's okay. We love it. My phone just told me that like Pitt is playing UNC right now in basketball. So this is a war between you and me. And honestly, I don't give a okay. fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't even like no. football. I really don't. It's right. basketball that has my heart. I thought I thought that the, when you said that, I thought it was basketball. I didn't oh. even realize we were still talking about football. No, I would have thrown an elbow a or a punch because basketball is, is is everything. But I would not talk shit. Like, these, this friend of mine, where they were all wearing the whole tailgate. We're wearing uh, Cowboys Suck T-shirts. And they had, like, Calvin peeing on the Cowboys. Like, you remember that shirt, Calvin and Hobbes and the whole. I, I do, and I still don't understand. Anyhow, and when he pees on everything, he pees on the number three. He pees on everything. He pees on <laughs> Cowboys. He pees on everything. He, he, he's sometimes he's sometime kneeling down and praying in front of the cross. Calvin gets around Calvin's on the disgusting. back of pickup trucks, yeah, I'm here to tell you. Oh, yes, that's very weird. biggest offense on the back of trucks. <laughs> this same friend told me a story uh, while I was away. She came home from a lovely dinner out with her fiance and she walks into her son's room to say, hey, we're home. You know, if you need anything or don't get loud. Well, I don't know what she was saying. Just we're home. Like if don't do anything stupid because we're here now. He looks up from playing Xbox with the glassy eyes and the squinty eyes and his friends over on the on the bed with his controller for his Xbox. And they're high as a fucking kite. These are high school juniors who are high as a fucking kite. So she looks at them right off of dinner, junior in high school, and says, did you need me to order you pizza and wings? <laughs> and I thought, you said what? And he said, what did you just say? And she said, he's like, why are you being so cool? I don't understand. She said, do you want me to stand here and <laughs> yell at you or do you want me to order you pizza and wings? And he was blown away. And I was kind of blown away that she fed him over saying, we'll talk about this tomorrow. Um, How old? 16, 17, 16. May was his birthday. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm. And I thought, what was when was the first time I got high? Hmm. I think I was around that age, but then I didn't for another like two years or something because it wasn't great. That first experience was not great. So it was only later that I 
embraced the lifestyle. <laughs> but it was a full full throated embrace full for sure. Twenty four months yes. later that I decided this is my <laughs> identity and yeah. But I, I'm curious because I know recently you discovered that your son in his senior year, just a year after this, had an experience or two. Did you feel the same way? Like, what's the point at this point? It's part of the lives. It's part of our world. It's part. It's legal. What? Not for not for under 21. That's where it gets really comp. That's where it gets really complicated yeah. is the prevalence and the access, access yeah. to it the fact that it's legal the fact that it is being still not for a reduced down and reduced down right. and compared to alcohol it's actually less dangerous for the body and less dangerous for development some people say and all the all the frankly lack of awareness of what it does on growing bodies and minds so and teenagers proclivity to ignore any kind of negative repercussion and just say it's all good it's natural. Everything's wonderful. Right. I grew it so, myself. Yeah. Right. My kid got involved. My my oldest actively got involved in nothing and was a kind of prickly dick to anybody who would ever even dare do anything like that. The middle one jumped all the way into the pit of weed and never came out again. <laughs> like just loved it, loved it, loved it. I'm swimming in it. I'm here forever. It's the graphic this of is a my whole world. Pit of weed. He jumped into the pit of weed. It's my whole world. It's like a ball pit, but it's just weed. It's just weed the whole time. Just weed. He's in, never to come out again. <laughs> he and is it was out. A, He's obviously it was, killing it. At it was a super. It was a super coping mechanism in the beginning. It was a. It was a try it. Oh my goodness! Older kids on this sports team trying it. I'll try it. Oh wow, this is neat. This is cool. If I could ever get my hands on it again, I'll try it again in a heartbeat. That was the level of participation. Then COVID rolled around, and it went from a part-time, sometime fascination into. I got, I have to have this. It was a coping mechanism to the point where I didn't realize how bad and frequent it was. And when we came out of COVID, he and a group of his friends, I've only now learned, decided collectively that that thing had gotten out of control and that they didn't like it and it was changing their lives and their ability to lead their lives. And so they made a pact to slow down, whatever the fuck that means. But I mean, at least the idea was it was no longer cool to keep, on the trajectory they were on and they decided to dial it back as best they could. So some of the friends have been more successful than others. Uh, my kid has ended up doing vape of nicotine and continues to do vape of nicotine. I'm sure I, I stopped hiding and pretending. So, and I've said, do you want to stop? Yes, I do. Okay. How can I support you in stopping? Right? Well, I don't want to stop during class. I don't want to stop now. You know, I should find I order you benefit pizza and wings. <laughs> he gets a focus benefit out of it. So at least we have. So I am at a point where it is terrible. It is disastrous. I hate it when we would argue about it. It would only incentivize him hiding it from me. And I would far much more want to know what's going on. So, yeah, if that means I have to openly acknowledge what you're doing Eliminate the consequence for now so we can deal with the long-term result, which is getting you off this shit. Let's do it. So, and he has said, we now have a plan. It's come full circle to over winter break when I'm not at school and I don't have any responsibilities and I don't have any money because you won't give me any because you're a tightwad mom, blah, blah. And I'm stuck at your damn house. I'm sorry. So did I can't you go not, out and buy it. Did you not go visit him shortly into his stay at this 
elite college and his then father. buy him a couch his, his and a Brita. He said, let's go to get I gave a Brita. Him all my, I, gave him, I gave him $400 of walking around money because he conned me into it on the, on the drop-off weekend because I said, I can dole this out to you 100 bucks at a time and you can keep asking, right? Or... And he's like, give it to me all now. And I'm like, and you're just going to blow it all on fucking fireworks and whores Cokes or whatever the Coke fuck and you hookers. buy. Right. That's what it is. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Weed, 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 Aww. weed. And he's like, nope, I'm going to ration it. And I'm like, okay, just understand there's no more coming. And two weeks later, ma, it's me texting you for some more money. Ma. And I'm like, yeah, where that $400 go? So here's the hard part. My husband, who I don't remember where I was. We were talking about people being divorced and relationships. And I was like, we are the best pretend. Oh, yeah. We are the best pretend divorced couple. Everybody thinks that doesn't know us thinks we're divorced because we have different last names. I kept my last name. That's hilarious. Right? We're never in the same place at the same That's time hilarious. with the same kid. Constantly texting differently and trying to like ask, you know, I think you should, that's a question for your dad. That's a question for your mom, like back and forth, oh, all yeah. this kind of shit. So it's hilarious. They think you're right? divorced. <laughs> Even about like, yeah. So I'm like, why don't you ask your father for money instead of asking me? Because it's like, fuck you. I'm not going to. And then he gets because I figured my husband would tell him lump, lump it. Right. Go, go pound sand or whatever the fucking. Kick no, rocks. No. Pound sand. Kick anytime rocks. the kid, anytime that fucking kid calls him up. Anytime. Can I get some money for a Halloween costume? $150. Can I get some money for I'm going to this thing? $50. So texting him later for money. Because the man says he needs walking around money. And I'm like, why? Where is he walking? And also, go back to your room. I've paid for it all. Paid for the room. I paid for the books. I paid for the school dining hall with the crab crab legs in his dining hall. Boots with the fur. He's got everything that he (laughs) fucking needs. Okay. Boots with the fur. Whole room looking at her. (laughs) I'm saying he doesn't need any shit. He doesn't need any more fucking and four hundred dollars. They went poof in the night. Fuck. And you is the answer to that. We're done. That's a man answer. He needs walking around money. Why? Where's he walking? Yep. He's walking across yep. campus nope. where Barstool is has nope. a permanent camera, which is giving them Apple watches and a hundred dollar bills. He's hooking up. He's hooking up with girls that are in some questionable environments, going to all these air quote parties like I get. The college is meant to be freewheeling and fun and a taste of adulthood and all the rest of it. And he is, by every objective measure, crushing it. He, he We went in with the expectation. Like, See you in two weeks. I give him 50-50. He's going to be home in six days. Like, it's there. <laughs> oh, six you know, days. <laughs> we didn't know. That's because that's he had $400. Maybe it'll last that long. No. It's attendance was a big question. Is he going to go to the places he's supposed to go? The kid is very bright. So is he going to apply himself when the school turns out to be a little too too light, right? You need you need somebody that's going to sit on you. Push you. Right. All the things. Yeah, it's like now if you're a little bit bored, oh fuck, now what kind of trouble are you going to get Ruh-roh. into? He is crushing it by every objective measure, but I still don't think we should put money in the tank. Have him walk around scared with no money. Take a bus. Figure it out. And my theory was scratch two fucking sticks together. My theory was make them say no to some things they want. You, you just can't always say yes. Our kids can always say yes. We said no. We're like, oh, I really wanted to do that, but I don't have the money for that flight. And why would I ask my parents? It's not their job to send me on a spring break. 
it is now. Like, I don't understand how that happened, that parents are now responsible for sending their kids on a I told you his break. fucking roommate for fall break. It's a four-day break. They had Friday and Monday off. His roommate went to Barcelona. Holy fuck. It was four days. It was four days. Holy it was four days. fuck. It's four days. Went to Barcelona for four days. That's fucking crazy. Four fucking days. We could do a whole yeah, podcast on how spoiled these it. kids are. Uh, I'd like to tell you Oy. that, well, in a few years, if we're still kicking around doing this, we'll tell you what they did with their overprivilege. And either you'll be impressed or you will continue like you are now to shake your head and say, I fucking told you not to give them walking around money. And you could say, I told you so, but. Oh, fuck. More questions for Amy. I have a, a grammar nerve that runs down the back of my head. And when I hear poor grammar, you really do. It fucks me up. I get, I judge. I do. I don't mean to, but I was, I'm broken. I might as well break other people. My kids have it now too. Sorry. I heard the phrases, we did this before, pleaded and hanged. Mm-hmm. Why is it not oh. pled and hung? I don't understand what we're doing to language. Is it a British thing that we couldn't shake? Is it an... Uh, wh- <laughs> Why is it pleaded and well, not you pled? Understand. You understand. Well, hanged in the form of of a human is, is right? That's the only time. That's Hanged means someone who is has been killed by a rope. They were hanged. They, somebody pushed the right? stool away and dropped... Yes. head pirates again we're talking about pirates right. no trauma here no triggers and no trauma those are pirates and pirates are bad but also fun <laughs> but not when they kill you. only when they have the eye patch i tailgated with college kids what the fuck don't worry i had an edible i don't drink um what they did have though were those tables that were set out for all of the kidnapped israelis and they had their pictures. Oh, jeez. They had their pictures. It was an art display, right, under a huge tent. And they had a table set, full dining table, and the pictures on the back of each chair. And at several colleges, there are people kicking over the chairs and taking down all of the pictures. I was just going to – I cannot believe that. I have to – we're going to slow this down for a second. <laughs> I was just going to ask you, how did the campus feel? Was there – was there any kind of a skirmish or any kind of an anything just in general? And then you layered in this piece that I talked over. So I want to be sure that people hear it in these. This is like a Seder thing, isn't it? Isn't it a, in a, in a typical non uh, horrible moment, a typical thing to do is to set a place for a person or a, or a someone from the beyond who's not there, who can't be there for some reason. Right. Right. It's a mark of honor that you leave an empty place. And sometimes I think maybe I heard sometime it's sometimes it's for the stranger. Sometimes it's for Elijah. Yes. Yes. Sometimes yes. It's for, you know, uh, there. So it's but it's to me without any knowledge of why you're doing it. It's the ultimate act of memory and welcome simultaneously. Honoring, We're not yes. going to forget you. We're not going to forget you. And no matter who you are. There's always room here at our table. Come on. So it's like, fuck, man. That's great. I love it. Then the news comes on and all this fucking bullshit from insane people who want to kill other humans because they're actively human. They just decided you don't get to be a human today. So all of these Jews who were killed and or um, taken. What's the word? Kidnapped. Yeah. Held hostage. Right. 
some campuses, some whatever, as a demonstration, set up a really long, I think there was, it could have just been a regular Seder dinner or maybe it was a holiday that I missed. They set up a really long table, like with hundreds of seats. And it was as you describe, with pictures and play settings for all the people who can't and weren't and prevented from being there. The news covered it. Who in their right fucking mind would walk up to such a scene and desecrate it? Who in their right fucking mind would walk, let's picture any other remembrance memorial anyone. Uh, moment in time when you hold a fucking candle who would come up and stomp on the candle like i don't even what purpose does that serve who would fucking do this so did any so that happened at pit the um a, a seat got overturned a seat somebody was tearing down the uh the placards the names and the pictures i sent you a picture just now of all of the of the plates and the, and that's what they were tearing down the um the group came and they reset it up. It was campus. It wasn't necessarily even the Jewish group on campus. Pitt definitely represented. Sure. They the community came out. It was great, but there are protests going against uh, an almost artistic display of what's missing and what's happening. And it was unnerving. It didn't happen during Parents Weekend, but as you're talking to your student, you hear about what's going on there when you're not looking, and it's very unnerving and upsetting. Almost as, as I don't understand. Almost it. as unnerving as hearing the phrase "pleaded" and "hanged." You're so crazy. It bothers You're me. So it does. Crazy. And here's my other question: Blah blah blah. I went to the maker space and we did. Do you have maker spaces near you? Yeah, yeah. What are they supposed to be? Something else? Well, uh, the phrase "fiber arts" came up seven times in my last <laughs> month, and I, I, the first two okay. times, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" But turns out if you're making art or craft or in any way using, I want to say fiber, but I'm going to be clearer, uh, fabric, yarn, um, anything considered a fiber, that's, that's fiber arts. Are you sewing? Are you knitting? Are you crocheting? Are you playing with leather? Are you playing with leather? Talk to me about that. Hey, hey. No, fiber arts are big and they could be fucking fantastic. Do you have Super a maker space It includes everything. You? Yeah, several. I've sent you photographs I, I, in our community. We do, in every. How do I say this? Yes, in <laughs> in the city I live in, we have several. In the city that I do most of my work in, neighboring city, they have several, and they continue to add them as a kind of uh, tourist attraction is too strong. Do you know how there's like glass blowing sure. places? Simon where Pierce. people who want to go. Okay. And then they let, and then you can pay to have a class or take a class or come and just sure. visit. So it's the kind of thing where people who do gla glass, bleh, bleh, <laughs> people who do glass blowing. Had you not done that, I could have cut it out. Germanor Shepardie. <laughs> what the fuck did I call him? Gerard Shepardieu. <laughs> Gerard Shepardieu. Oh my God, my mother so would love who that. Do glass, <laughs> people who do glass blowing. Yeah need a glass blowing space and then people who like glass blowing come and participate and it grows and grows maker spaces are becoming a kind of you know there's like a sip and paint sure go and have sure like to get drunk and, and paint craft right. yeah so this is the same thing you can craft. go and they'll teach you welding tools they'll teach you fiber arts you can do frankly how fucking great is it to make one of those shag carpet art things? i love do you it remember that shit yeah we used to do a pulled shag carpet or whatever i'm saying the wrong kind of thing well i but they were so fucking good I have a latch hook. Is that what you're talking about? Latch hooking? Yes. 
that's what it is. Yes. Okay, so you finish doing that now. Now when you make yeah. it, you can take a little like a razor or an electric something and carve the front after you've latched it all. So it's got texture on the fucking front and you can make bevels and edges and fucking fucking fiber art is awesome. That's right. That's where it is. During COVID, <laughs> I used to sit on that same sports couch for sporting and I used, I had brought out the Sport. latch hook and stuff and, and I, not one that's painted on the plastic, but you kind of create your for own real. as you go. So I started to do that and then I got dizzy and bored because it is literally the same thing over and over and over and I wanted to kill someone, but I stopped. What do you do with that when it's done? Now you just have like a backed, a rough backed, soft front do you make a pillow out of it? Do you make, what do you do with it? I'm certainly not hanging it on a all wall. All the things. All of the things. You can hang it on a wall. You can make it a rug. You can make it a pillow. You can make it a art. A you art. can make it all the things. You can make it a art. So here's the, the other part that is so fantastic. If you don't know, crochet. Yes. Which is one of these needle things where you like twist it around and count, count, count. And, you, and then you bend it and then your finger hurts and you just, ouch. That's that thing. Okay. Crochet cannot be performed by a machine ever. Oh, that's it's cool. Physically not possible. It everything that's made of crochet must be done by hand. There is no crochet machine. There's not. And can't do and it. And I thought this podcast technically crochet. You can have shit that's woven right, and whatever right, right. and knitted, but crochet is not something that can be replicated by a machine. It's too it's too manually complex. That is fascinating. So I that. did not know that. Eat that big art. I know. I told Fiber you. Fiber big Fuck arts. You. Thank you. Humans got to make. AI, you can't take over the crochet. I'm telling you right now, you it's human only. You can't beat me. You can't beat All me. All right. AI. I have my. Crochet that. Fucker. I have my last topic for this evening. And it's the. I'm super ready. It's the perfect bar. I don't mean the kind you frequent. I mean. Uh, like a protein bar. Why can... I immediately thought candy bar. Why can... Yes. No, I can have that discussion a thousand hours. Um, but how come no two people can agree on what a good protein bar is? Or a meal replacement bar? I think bar? there's wide, wide schools of agreement. Tell me, the, tell me where you're lacking and I will help you. So I like this Nugo bar. It's like 12 grams of protein. It's kind of almost like a uh, crispy in the middle. And they have one now that has pretzel also in the middle. And it's covered in a dark chocolate. And it's really, it's not that high in anything other than 12 grams of protein. Correct. So, and that's kind of tied me over until I can get to a meal. It's not a meal for me, but it's, so I think I'm, I'm getting everyone's back because it's got protein and I bring a few of those with somebody threw up because they thought it was so gross. And then my husband did the Atkins bar. The that person needs to be exited from your <laughs> life. That's not fair. But why can no two people agree on what a good tasting bar is? What, what is the perfect bar? I don't bar? think that's a, I don't, I have not seen or sampled the bar of which you speak, but for 12 grams of protein, I would have, you'd have to make a strong endorsement to me for me to try it and to get on board because the calorie to protein ratio doesn't seem worth it in this way. If you're going down protein city yeah. and you're eating a fucking bar, you better be getting enough fucking protein to make it worth your while because they are of a type that ain't great. So 
Here's some that are great. Oh, yes, I'm in. The calorie counts are higher. The calorie counts are higher, but so is the level of power to the punch and satisfaction long-term that you get out of the thing. By the way, we're so not sponsored become, in I any way. negligible. Go ahead. Okay, Robert Iovine, if that's what his name is, Fit Crunch Peanut Butter. Fit Crunch Peanut Butter. It is crispy, wafers on the inside. Love it. It's got Nubble Bubbins in it. It's covered in chocolate that feels enough like chocolate, right? And when you bite it, it tastes a little bit like one of those sugar wafer meats of butter. Shut your mouth. How many grams of protein are in that mofo? Uh, 18, and I believe it's 230 calories, if memory serves. That's from memory, all right? He has myriad variations. Peanut butter is the one you want. And you another hot tip, I've told you this before, Whatever one is always sold out on the store shelves is the only one that tastes good. So hit, that one's always sold out, right? He's got another one that has like Reese's Pieces in it kind of thing, and that bumps it up to like 300 calories, and I think it's only like 22 grams of protein, so it's much bigger. So that's kind of like, uh, now I could eat a burger at this point. All right, so that one's good. I also like Built Bars, Built as in B-U-I-L-T. They have v- many variations, but the ones that I like are Built Puff bars and I like whatever the coconut one is I feel like it's meant to taste like an almond joy it is airy and puffy so that when you bite into it it is a little floofy so the texture is wildly different than any other protein bar and the taste is pretty damn fucking good that is 140 calories and it's probably 22 grams of protein so that's a nice ratio that's a good power for your punch Another one is um, I'm writing these down. I hope you oh, are I'm, too, dear listener. I'm picturing I'm picturing the front of the package and I'm trying to trying to remember Oh, dive bar. Dive bars are great. Um, dive bars are, are great. They can all of these can have a little bit of that kind of weird this isn't food aftertaste, which is not so it's take it take that with a grain right, of salt. Right, I'm not really Premier replacing protein. a meal. It's yes. to tide over until meal. Quest only has three options. They are, their Quest protein bars are hands down, go to, they are the perfect combination of price, protein, and flavor. So they are, need to be in your pantry at all times. And that's Quest, I'm going to go with chocolate chip cookie dough, Quest oatmeal uh, cookie, and Quest cookies and cream. Those three they are either 20 or 22 grams, 20, 21, 22 grams, depending on which one you get. And they're usually about 180 calories a piece. So that's another good pack for the punch. And they, they will stay through the apocalypse. So you can leave them in your car. You can stick them in your shoes. Like nothing ever happens to them. They're very thick. They're, they're that kind of weird protein brick-like. Like, is this nougat? I don't know. But when you eat it, it's, it's fine. It tastes, the taste is good. You just get into are it. Are these bars okay. going to give me the shits and, and the bloats 10 minutes, 20 minutes later? No shits and bloats. Nope. Shits and bloats. Well, you should be taking you should be taking Celtic salt if you're not taking Celtic salt and or magnesium. You're still on the magnesium train, I right? Am. What is Celtic magnesium salt? Magnesium is going to make sure me? you're not. Celtic salt is sea salt that is it's gray Celtic salt. So instead of that white flake sea yep. salt, the salt itself is gray. Like it almost looks like somebody had just scraped it right out of the ocean cuz that's what they did. It is a wet salt. So that when you put it in the salt cellar, it still stays moist and kind of clumps together. It is always, always wet. It is so high in minerals and all of the trace minerals that you need and don't really get from other sources 
So you take a little tiny pinch of it, put it on your tongue. Just tastes like salt. It's just salt. Put it on your tongue. And then when you drink water, the salt itself loves water so much. There's a word for it. Hygrophobic something. Hygrolovic. Hygro. I love my water. The Celtic salt goes into your cells in your body and it draws water into the cells. So it's so much better than Gatorade or Pedialyte or any of these other shits for keeping you from getting dehydrated. Who the fuck knew the end of this podcast would wind up being the most educational from, hey, dear listener, if you listen to nothing else, start at crocheting is purely human and then get your grocery Isn't that list. fucking awesome? And then get your grocery Makes list. Makes me want to buy shit that's made of crochet because I don't even fucking like it. But I'm like, I'm going to like it now because fuck you, machines. I mean, machines are great, but I, I also need them want taken over, humans. though. Thank you. Thank you. you. And dear listener, thank you. You, We gave you all of the information that you need for (laughs) your next week. So be sure to use all of that information in your next week and tune in next week for another week's worth of information. And if by any chance you follow any of the suggestions that came from this episode, fucking tell us. It's not that hard. Just tell. You're on your phone anyway. You're literally listening from your phone right now. Swipe up. Get to Facebook. Come see us. We would love to engage with you. We're very engaging. Can't you tell? We love you guys. We have to explain the asshat. So just come and find us. I can't wait to listen to that. Right? I can't wait to listen to that. Um, Anya, what the fuck? That's all. Thanks so much for turning us on. I hope we turned you on, even if it's some small way, although I can't imagine how. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Here's what I know of the little that I know. 